lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. We call that our life cycle. Made a shirt about it, and it rings true with who we are as a podcast and a group. We are fortunate enough to have partnered with a company who can help us achieve one of those three key elements. Some sleep. They have a keto-friendly version of their delicious sleep aid drink, and we're loving it. It's a lightly flavored, eight-ounce anti-energy drink. You drink it roughly 30 minutes before you're ready to go to sleep, and you'll feel it help you into a deep, restful, all-night sleep. It provides some helpful elements to do so, including magnesium, GABA, and melatonin. When combined, you have a powerful tool for getting the impactful sleep that you and I so frequently don't get in our technology-driven, fast-paced lives. You can find it at some retail stores, but you can also purchase it online and get it shipped to your door. When you do, use discount code TKMC10, and you'll not only be getting 10% off, but you'll be helping support the Keto Man's Club. You can find the link to their website by going to theketomansclub.com. We're thankful to Sam for partnering with us, and we hope you'll benefit from use of their product the way we have so far. Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health. Find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And as always, I'm joined by Jim and Alberto. How's it going, Jim? Life is good, sir. I'm I'm very over this COVID thing. I'm over the spikes. I'm over masks. I'm over <laughs> hand sanitizer that is um, more of like a body wash than just a hand scrub kind of thing. But, you know, we're making it through. So I'm hanging in through the end of 2020 and hoping for much better health and happiness and all good things in 2021. Absolutely. I'm hoping. Yeah. You know, I'm not, (laughs) not, my expectations aren't so high, but I'm hoping let's just say that. Sure. Sure. You know what they say, always keep your expectations low. That way you're never disappointed. Uh, You know what they also say about assuming that it will be that way too. (laughs) Fair point. Yeah. So. I'm good, Chris. Thank you. Okay, good to hear. As long as you're, as long as you are healthy, that's the that's the large thing, and and that's actually being proving uh, from knowing what we know that that you, you've, you, there was a, a potential there, and and so mm-hmm. the fact that you're healthy is is good. Knock uh, on wood, yes, sir. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Berto, what's going on with you? We got some weather down here, like yeah. real weather. Yeah, it got to a, it got to a, a blustery. 33 degrees for about four hours for about four hours exactly yeah. that's bathing suit weather in indiana in december yeah yeah, yeah. down here that's a, a legit gloves hat scarf and down jacket <laughs> weather <laughs> not, not for me but it's hilarious yeah. when you go out and about and you just see everybody like bundled up like it's negative 30 degrees you're like man it's not that i mean it's cold for here but relatively it's not cold <laughs> mm-hmm. yep very much so it's uh 
is one of those mornings where I did not want to uh, get out and take the trash to the curb for the tra- trash people, but you know, things have to happen. So I, you know, so you put on your scarf and your down coat. No, no, no. I just, I put on my, I just put on my hoodie. It, like I still, I barefoot with shorts and a t-shirt on, but you know, hoodie that that's all I needed. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's nice having grown up in Kansas city to feel what we're feeling here in Austin be like okay this is pretty much the worst that we're gonna get it's all good yeah it makes you appreciate it more and it's funny because now when it gets to like 40 i have this big giant jacket that work gifted me like two years ago it's like this big huge carhartt that like they handed it to me and i'm like like what i'm gonna wear this like twice a year i'm like gee thanks you know that's awesome so like anytime the weather approaches 40 i wear that jacket because that's really the only opportunity i got <laughs> <laughs> yeah you might as well might as well very cool well um Let's uh, do our reminder to our listeners real quickly, get that out of the way, and then we'll get into shout outs here real quick. I don't think there's any uh, real business to to attend to. Um, the uh, way that you can connect with us, should you want to, is you can go to our website, theketomansclub.com, and very easily be able to connect with us, us uh, whether it be through our Facebook group, our Facebook page, uh, Really anywhere uh, where you've got all the links there for Instagram and everything else. Uh, so the keto dot com. You can also uh, call or text, uh, leave a voicemail at 512-518-6161. You can also email us at keto men's club podcast at gmail.com. So we're very connectable, as you can tell. Um, we would also get you a know, request that if you think that this episode, the story that we're about to hear uh, with Danny and um, others uh, that 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 you that we've had in the past if if you think there's value in them that someone that you know might might benefit from having it if you would share that episode or this episode with them it, it helps get the word out a little bit but then it puts us you know connected with more people and we're seeing more and more people every single day joining the group uh, and they 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 cite the podcast and that's really exciting to see because it's really um, there's really something there for sure so uh, very, very happy to uh, see that type of growth. Uh, so let's get into shout outs real quick. Uh, Bertel, let's start with you. Uh, main group posted five hours. No, I take that back. Posted six hours ago. Uh, a Travis Liller, 110 pound difference uh, before pictures wearing a dress shirt and tie. You can tell he's a bigger dude. After picture, he's in a sweater, a, a hoodie and much Huge, huge, noticeable difference in size. And what I really liked about this post was uh, there was a little little context he added to it. He said, this is what 110 pounds down looks like. Repeatedly clench your fist and visualize everything you want and repeat these words out loud. They can't stop what's meant for me. They can't stop what's meant for me. Everything you're wishing and grinding for will collide with reality. Be prepared. Your time will come. I like it. Yep. I like that too. Jim? Uh, my shout out is going to Mark Derail, who, as I'm looking up at his or looking up his formal Facebook profile, he's got it fairly locked down. So my guess is like the vast majority of the men in the group, he's probably in Texas, but that's OK. We won't you know, call him out for that. But <laughs> Mark uh, has dropped 65 pounds over about 16 months. He wrote uh, prolonged fast and 20 dash four routine helped getting to the target weight in the last two months, meaning he did intermittent fasting, uh, 20 hour break, and then a four hour window to eat. Uh, Hashtag keto over 50. 
and uh, pretty remarkable to uh, see the progress the guy has done for sure. So kudos to one of our newer members, Mark Durrell, for dropping 60-some uh, pounds over the last uh, year and four months or so. Very, very cool. Um, definitely some awesome results that need to be celebrated. Uh, another uh, result, and this is one of our uh, guys that did the Carnival Keto Cut with me and several others. Uh, we, uh, uh, here in the last couple months, uh, Justin Zuck, he uh, didn't give me any, any numbers, but he, he posted on the Transformation Tuesday. And you can definitely tell there was a lot of leaning out that happened. Uh, the love handles are a lot smaller than they were at one point, And he's uh, just showing off some really good results there from that. Uh, and for those that are interested, um, there's still time to join uh, the, the, the the New Year's Carnivore Keto Cut that we're going to start in January. Um, it'll be a, a cool program to be able to, to go through. Um, if you want more information, feel free to reach out to me or um, I believe Jason Thomas is or uh, Thompson is uh, kind of acting as the semi organizer of our group chat. Here. And uh, so we've got some cool stuff uh, going on and, and get ready in, in January. So if you're interested, uh, tag me, reach out, message me, and I'll, uh, I'll get you connected uh, and, and whatnot, because uh, it's a cool program if you've been keto for a while and you're, you're looking to, to, to go to the next level. That's for sure. Um, okay, so I think that's all the business that we have. Anything else that we need to talk about? All the merch stuff is is out in people's hands. We're start, it's starting to see people uh, posting pictures, and we're we're enjoying to get to see uh, the new gear being shown off. That's always good. Yeah, we had several guys that uh, put stuff up on Instagram and on Facebook, and we did a couple posts on uh, both about things. So kudos to everybody that's gotten involved. And um, yeah, even our uh, Canadian friends have uh, been fortunate enough to get some swag up there as well. So glad to see it. Uh, we've gone fully international. Yep. I think we've had listeners in on six out of seven continents, and I, I think that Ant was one of those, but I'm trying to confirm that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I feel like I saw at one point that we were we were hot way down south. <laughs> I haven't looked at that information in quite a while. I'm actually going to pull it up here real quick just to see if it gives me a quick answer. Um, it should, and the download number is getting impressive as well. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Um, we're we're definitely seeing. Um, seeing some good good download numbers on a on a week to week basis but just in in sheer mass um that the, the numbers of of the downloads overall is is quite high so that's really good we definitely have some some listeners in uh, south africa um which is pretty cool and chile uh looks like uh australia and new zealand um uh, there's there's only a few parts of the map that don't have some type of something lit up um so that's that's really cool that's really cool to see um sadly i don't think we've reached iceland which is sad because i've been to iceland it's a beautiful country well um, you need to go back and listen to a podcast yes mm-hmm. and then then yeah i would do that in a heartbeat um I went during summer last time, so it would be a completely different experience this time. Uh, they have no daylight whatsoever right about now. Uh, well, imagine the sleep you'd get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I didn't sleep much when I was there in the summer because it was daylight almost all day. Um, okay, very good. 
So uh, let's go ahead and dive in with our chat here with Daniel. Daniel, welcome to the show. Or Danny, I'm hey, sorry, Danny. No worries either way. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, We're glad to have you, Steve. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> Just don't call me late for my state. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I, good. Good man. So, um, Danny, get us started here a little bit. Get, give us a, an intro to who you are, kind of where you are in the world. Um, to, you know, give us some some background, not necessarily health stuff, but you know, get get us started a little bit. Right on. Okay. So my name's. Danny Bernhardt, and I live in the beautiful state of Missouri, down in the southwest corner. A lot of people have heard of it because that F5 tornado that went through back in 2011. Joplin's where I'm from. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Lived in Kansas City for a while. Missed the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> I know um, a thing or two about Kansas City barbecue, so. Totally You've talked about oh, it once or twice. Yeah, just a, just a time or two. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's totally different than Texas barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about that once or twice, too. <laughs> <laughs> but the best is Indiana barbecue. That's right. Yeah, we've never talked about that before, though. So. The liquid smoke in microwaves. <laughs> uh, I can already feel where this show is going. <laughs> Danny, how old are you? I'm 38. You sound very young. I will, I will say that. Yeah, I get that a lot. And honestly, I get ma'am through the drive-thru quite a bit, but I, I always tell them I'm the hairiest ma'am you've ever seen. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> wow. I don't know that I would say that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it either, but I mean, it is what it is, I guess. They were like, oh, it's that heavy, <laughs> that heavy smoker again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And what do you do for a living, Danny? Um, I do outside sales for a uniform company. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so uh, you guys were talking about cold calling earlier, and that's 100% what I do. Hell of a man you are. <laughs> I bet with um, COVID and everything, that's made your job so much easier this year, huh? Oh, so much easier, yeah. I, I walk up to factories and restaurants and basically anything with a front door and can't seem to get in here lately. Yeah, uh, that, that would be... That would be interesting. So, so tell us a little bit about, um, like, we'll, we'll we'll start to transition into into health stuff a little bit. What what was it like? Um, did, were you, did did you struggle with health growing up, or was this something that kind of developed over time? Um, no, I've always been quote unquote husky. Had to shop in that special section, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, uh, I partied in my twenties and. Uh, then let's see, bad marriage, divorce, lots of weight, more partying, <laughs> you know, lived life. And then, uh, got with my now wife and we had a kid and went to the doctor and the doctor said, Hey, you need to slow down if you want to be in her life much longer. Mm. Ouch. So yeah. Talk about rude awakening. And how old were you in that heavy? Oh, that was only like four years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's actually what made me uh, start looking at different ways of uh, uh, getting my my health in check and stumbled upon keto. And I was like, huh, I can eat steak. I can uh, do eggs and I can do this and started doing some research. And it's sort of counterintuitive, though, from everything you've ever learned. And so you sort of have to unlearn. But two months into it, I was down 25 pounds. and I'm like, hey, this might be something to keep working on. 
what is this black magic? <laughs> exactly. So so back it up just a notch. And uh, how did you stumble across or find keto? Honestly, I just started Googling diets. And then, right. uh, yeah, I mean, that was, I, I'm, I'm a Google fiend. So I just started Googling diets. And uh, I, since I do, well, at that time I was doing uh, sales and service for a company called Ecolab. And I was in my car constantly, probably 10 hours a day I was driving. And so I was always looking for podcasts and I'd type in diet podcast or weight loss podcast or health podcast. And I actually stumbled upon, it, it was called Two Keto Dudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that was my, uh, that was sort of my uh, entry into the keto world. Yeah, that was one of the podcasts that I found early on and, and they... It, 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 Richard had uh, this was still you know while Richard was on it um I'm not sure at what point you you got into it probably when Richard was still on it on a, on a regular basis they uh, they had a great way of being able to keep things really down to earth and understandable but dive into the science and all of that yeah and I think that's what really sold me on the keto diet was listening to them they broke it down and made it make sense mm-hmm but way deeper than just, hey, try it, and it works. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that they start with a simple explanation of what keto is. And we don't do that too much on, on our podcast because, again, we're not very partisan. We don't have a, a specific plan or methodology. We kind of do, do different things um, or, or our group isn't you know one methodology only. But that was one of those things that helped me. It gave me a simple guidepost to, to aim for, basically. So, uh, what was it like? So when you get, when you got started, what did you find that surprised you? Honestly, how fast the weight just dropped off. And at that time I wasn't going to the gym. Um, I had a fairly physical job. I carried around a a backpack full of tools and walked through hospitals and restaurants and, um, hotels and stuff, fixing machines. But that was about the only exercise I had. And I was, I was getting just awesome results. And so doing the, were you still doing the 10 hour day driving kind of thing at that time as well? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I covered a huge territory. I don't know how familiar you are with the area, but from uh, Fort Scott, Arkansas up to uh, Fort Smith, Nevada, Fort Smith, Kansas, Nevada, Missouri, and then like all the way over to just outside of Tulsa and past Springfield on the East. So So you were a poster child for fast food, I would imagine. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was, and I think that's part of what got me to where I was because I mean I don't know if you guys have actually I know you guys don't have Casey's down in Texas but Casey's stopped by the uh, gas station mm-hmm. yeah their their pizza their pizza is where it's at is it <laughs> I've seen yeah. the gas stations but I've never had their pizza so man their breakfast pizza if you're yeah I mean here's the fat boy coming out but I mean it's sausage gravy scrambled eggs and cheese over all of it oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. yeah wow Wow. So, and again, talking about all this and everything, um, give us some stats about you, height and weight, and don't give us the now, but at that point in your life, what were what were you? So I'm 5'8", and when the doctor told me I needed to figure something out, I was around 310 pounds. Okay. So about so, as wide as I was tall. And... Obviously, with driving, number one, you you're not getting exercise there. Two, you're not in a job that gives you an opportunity to really exercise or anything like that. So, 
how did you feel? I mean, did you feel like, oh my Lord, it just keeps, I keep growing? Or did you feel like you were doing pretty good for where you were at the time? How did, how, how was, how were you feeling physically? Sick. I mean, <laughs> tired, ran down. Yeah. I, uh, when I'd get home, you know, I, I never wore jeans. I always put on my sweats, you know, my, I always, I cut my sleeves off all my shirts when I'm at home. So sleeveless shirt and didn't really, I didn't have go out clothes. I had work clothes and I had sit at home clothes. Okay. Okay. So, huh. Did you want to go out? Yeah. I mean, we still did because it was, you know, fairly new in our marriage and stuff, but it wasn't, I don't know. I just wasn't comfortable. Yeah. And, there, and was I, usually, I was wondering if you were going to say that you'd cut out the shirts because you didn't want to go out. So like oh, you no. would say, oh no, honey, I'm staying home and we're getting Casey's pizza for dinner tonight. Cause you know, I got the, the cutoff t-shirt kind of thing. <laughs> no, not at all. But usually to go out and have fun and be comfortable, there was usually copious amounts of alcohol involved too. So got it. Yeah. Okay. No shame in that. <laughs> hey, but you know what? You, you got to go through what you got to go through to get where you are today, right? I mean, looking back. Oh, for sure. Probably not the greatest decisions you made, but yeah, I mean, you're here and, and now you know better and you've been through that experience. So, so you know, now it's completely 100% up to you and it's in your hands. Like if you decide you want to go out and get a bunch of drinks, so that you're, you know, you, you've been there, you've done that, you know what the, uh, what the consequences are. So you almost can make a better informed decision. Definitely. Definitely. I'd say one of the, I don't know if it's positive or negative side effects of keto is the lack of hangover. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. If, if I tie a good one on, it's there, but it's not nearly what it was whenever we'd hit Taco Bell on the way home and then, you know, <laughs> do it up, do it up the next morning with every greasy food you could put in the frying pan and, you know, <laughs> so. It's the truth. Yeah. So where was your moment of, holy cow, um, I have to do something. I mean, you talked about going to the doctor and everything, but what, what where was your moment that started things? Was it that moment with the doctor or something else? Um, well, I mean, I have a family history of like heart disease. You know, my, my grandpa died at 42. Um, so I knew I had to do something just because of family history. And then when the doctor told me, Hey, you know, you might, you might want to do something or else your daughter's not going to have a father. I was like, Oh, yep. Yep. Definitely got to do something. Yeah. So I'd say the doctor was the biggest turning point. And then coming home and talking to my wife and got pretty emotional about it and said, Hey, I'm, I'm starting today. Here's what we're doing. So and that was that, huh? Ready to go from that point? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. How did, so did, did you, uh, did you, sorry, did you like flip the switch on the keto or did you just like, just kind of throw yourself into it and let, let it sort itself out as you go? I was, I would say I was very like dirty keto getting used to it, you know, like, Oh, this says it's low carb. And, you know, I, I tried Atkins way, way, way back in the day. So I had a, a sort of a grasp of what low carb meant, but not necessarily what being in ketosis meant. So yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> we went and bought a lot of hamburger and threw away a lot of Oreo cookies. <laughs> So what did um, your wife and and family do in reaction to this major change? Were they supportive? Did they question it? Uh, there's there's a lot of people that have that whole, you know, I'm uh, have have that whole fat is bad thing. So what what was your reaction around you? Well, I do all the cooking at the house. So the wife had no choice. 
(laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it it took a little bit to get my parents to realize, hey, I I don't, when I get a hamburger, you know, at the lake, I don't need the bun with it, you know, make one without the bun because I always like to put the bun on, cheese melts all on it. Yeah, it's all good stuff, but (laughs) I don't need it. But yeah, the, the wife was definitely on board from day one. She's actually been keto with me the whole time. Did she have uh, weight that she wanted to lose as well, or did she just join in to be a supporter? Well, hopefully she's not listening, but yeah. Well, <laughs> um, next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, she wasn't where she wanted to be either. So, I mean, she she's... That's uh, a good way to put it. Good way to put it, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> but and, yeah, she's... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, super proud of her too, because she's... I mean, having a kid late in life makes things a little bit more difficult. And I mean, she's 15 pounds down or 15 pounds away from goal weight, which was like high school senior weight. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah. Oh, that's amazing. For sure. So your <laughs> method works. Your cooking works. Right. <laughs> that's the biggest takeaway there. So how long have you guys yeah. been uh, been keto now? Three-ish years. Yeah. We've fallen off the band, you know, fallen off the wagon a few times, but never longer than like a week and just feel like crap when you fall off. So we always jump right back on. What's um, been the, when the, uh, you talk about feeling bad, what's been the biggest noticeable change for you physically? I mean, not the weight wise, but you know, we've had guys that have talked about being able to, their knees didn't hurt or they don't pop and crack like they used to. Was there any, have there been a couple of things where you're like, Holy cow, I never thought that I wouldn't feel that ever again. Um, actual physical feelings, not really, but, um, becoming less hypertensive was definitely Mm, a huge reward. Was that something that you dealt with for a while? I've been on some sort of, um, blood pressure medicine since I was 23. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Now the, uh, the blood pressure medicines and things like that, that they had prescribed, were they, uh, were they purely preventative because they knew your family history or were they actually seeing biomarkers that caused them to, to wonder, to, to worry? At 23, they were preventative, but moving into my late twenties, early thirties, they were definitely needed. I mean, I, I say I have white coat phobia is why I always tell them my blood pressure is high with the doctor's office. But you know, the, the day that the doctor told me I needed to do something, my blood pressure was like 217 over 140. Oh my wow. gosh. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, she's like, you know, <laughs> I should probably send you to the hospital. Right. We didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> she gave me a, a huge dose of medicine, told me to go home and keep track of it. And if it didn't come down in the next two days, come back and we'll do something else. Wow. So she just kind of put it, she just like pretty much put it to you like that. Like, here you go. You know, yeah. here it is, do something and kind of just left the something up to you. And then you just happen to stumble across keto and steaks and almost, uh, for lack of a better term, the rest is history. Yeah, pretty much. Are are you allowed or at that time with the, um, the weight and that blood pressure, were you advised even like try working out or anything? Um, or do they want you to just like, stay calm, Danny, stay calm. No, she told me I needed to get off my rear and do something. I like your doctor. Yeah, my my doctor, she's like a, it's actually a nurse practitioner, but she's, she's my age. So, and she, she talks to you like you're a person. She's, she doesn't talk down to you. And wow. Man, yeah, she's man, a doctor that talks to you and not at you. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's how my current doctor is that I just found. And, and yeah, I'm stoked with her. You know, like I, I, I honestly couldn't be happier. She's 
you know, super knowledgeable, super down to earth, you know, understands my way of eating and, you know, appreciates it, appreciates it, how I, you know, take care of myself. So once you find a doctor like that, it's a, it's overall a breath of fresh air. Oh, for sure. One, especially one that doesn't, you know, when I, when I say, you know, I'm on keto, the previous doctor that didn't even care was like, oh, you can't eat all that fat. You're going to die of a heart attack. And uh, this one's like, hey, no, I know how it works. Throw some salmon in there and I won't be mad at you. <laughs> well, it is important to ver- diversify the uh, the amino acid, you know, mix and then the fatty acids that go along with all of that. So, you know, I, I, I would call that good advice. Um, it's not bad. Every now and again, isn't going to hurt anybody at all. Um, so... What's been your favorite part so far of everything with uh, this keto journey and, and everything? Uh, what, what, what stuck out to you the most? Um, like lifting weights. I did it all through high school, loved it. And then got to the point where, you know, you get that mindset, why bother? And now I'm like, man, I feel off if I don't go. And that's, that's just been like, honestly, one of the best parts is I look forward to physical activity now instead of trying to dodge it. No, man, that's great. And I've seen your posts, like, uh, you're, you're definitely getting after it. And, you know, and, uh, and those days when uh, you don't make it in the morning, what was that mental switch that made you force yourself to go at lunch? I, I, I just cheat my, it, it was cheating myself. I wouldn't cheat anybody else by not going. I didn't make anybody else feel better or feel worse. It was just me. So, so what is your, what is your favorite working workout? Is, <clears throat> excuse me. Is it lifting weights? Is it the, um, Jogging is, I mean, what all do you do and what, what do you enjoy the most? Well, cardio is a bad word. <coughs> okay. That's fine. That's <laughs> my, my fine. My cardio, my cardio consists of, uh, our daycare is about a quarter mile away and I'll walk down, pick up my daughter and then she'll ride on my shoulders on the way home. So okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm <rushing. laughs> that's awesome. I do a, a, a quarter mile, 64 pound ruck. It counts. But, <laughs> no, my favorite part's lifting. I like to, like, I don't necessarily go heavy, but it feels good to be able to just keep moving my way down those dumbbells. Mm-hmm. So. Do you so work out at home? Do you go to a, I was just going to ask, do you work out at home? Do you go to a gym or both? What do you do? I have a 24-hour gym down the road from me. Okay. So. Yeah, I was going to ask you, are you a dumbbell guy? Are you a barbell guy? What's your, what's your go-to once you get warmed up and ready to rock? I do dumbbells just because there's nobody there to spot me. So I don't want to, you know, have a bunch of weight slammed down on my chest or not be able to get out from under it. Smart so, man. Yeah. And I think the Smith machine, it has its place, but it's definitely not for bench press. No, no. There's, there's some good moves you can do on there, but I, I don't, I don't know. The fixed path of travel, I don't think is ideal for most heavy situations. No, for sure. Although there's this thing that I saw where you actually lay on the floor to do bench press. And it's supposed to help with your, uh, like your bench max. And they seem oh, to yeah, do that yeah, on yeah. the Smith machine. Um, yeah. But, uh, man, I, had you not brought like it up, a, I could have told you the name of it, but, uh, but it's, I think it's just a floor press actually. Yeah. It's like a half but, press or something like that. Yeah. And then, uh, basically what it is is since, since you're on the ground and obviously the, the plates are on the ground, it's only going to get so low. So the idea is that, you know, as you push this up, you're starting from roughly your weakest point when you're benching on an actual bench. So, so you're, right. you're, uh, you're strengthening that middle to top end in a safe manner. Cause if the bar goes down, the plates hit the floor and you, you know, you're still safe. Exactly. So Danny, you said at one point you're five, eight, you're, <clears throat> excuse me, you're at 310 pounds approximately. And that was what, three, four years ago or so. 
Yeah, about about three, three, three and a half years ago. Yeah. And so you had this conversation with your doctor. So tell us where you're at now. I'm not at my lowest now because this whole COVID thing, I uh, made a my deal with my wife that I wouldn't go to the gym until she thought it was safe. <laughs> okay. But, so I, so I gained about 10 pounds. So I'm, I'm hovering right around 235 right now. That's pretty freaking uh, yeah, awesome, man. I was about to say, I mean, you're, you're, you're bouncing around a hundred pounds gone. That ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 80, right at 80. So I want to get down to my goal. Like, I don't really, I have a weight goal of 191, 199, just cause I haven't seen it since eighth grade. But after that, it's a body fat percentage. <laughs> I'm right there eighth with you. Grade. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, and that that eighth grade number that I'm I'm not sure what what it would have been for me, but uh, yeah, that's 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 insane. And, and I'm the same way. I, I want to get to around 200 pounds, and at five nine ish, you know, 200 pounds is still going to be a little beefy. But then I want to start working on that that uh, that that body fat percentage, drop that, but keep the the weight because that will also mean lean mass is increasing and. Uh, and all of that. So that seems like a good trade-off to me. So sure. what, so that's kind of a goal and what other, you know, health related goals are, do you currently have? Uh, I actually, I said cardio is a bad word, but I want to start doing a little more cardio. Um, I got a friend that has made a massive transformation, not doing keto, but made a massive con- uh, transformation. And he sort of challenged me to run a, uh, what is it? A five k. Oh, you can totally so, do that. I, 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 I have a feeling I could probably do it right now. It just wouldn't be a good time. Right. Yeah. I mean, a five k sounds a lot more daunting than it is, and then it's like one of those things that once you kind of like you're gonna suffer the first mile, you know, and then the second mile, you're just by the time you get done with the second mile, you're you're actually almost like kind of used to it, and then, and then you're like, well, I've already done two. No sense in stopping now. <laughs> so like before you know it. <laughs> You know, like you, you can kind of walk, jog a 5K and, and kill it in 30 to 40 minutes. Right. That's but I am with 30, you. 30 minutes. I'm with you on the intimidation of doing the first one because I did a 5K a few years back and it it was a mud run 5K. And, oh, that's, um, that's a different monster. <laughs> it is a different monster. But in, in not being a runner ever in my life, aside from running bases in baseball and in Little League and high school and whatnot, it just, no, did not. I was never a runner. So that kind of freaked me out because I had images of getting in the running and then trying to climb the fence on the mud run thing and falling and mud and fat kid third grade syndrome all over again. And I just was like, no, but I did it and it actually worked out okay. So I echo the comments of just just do it. Once you start going, you can knock it out, man. That's that's the plan. I'm going to. I'm not necessarily start training per se, but definitely start implementing more cardio just for the goal of being able to run it. I think it's July that he wants to do it. Oh yeah, you'll be good, man. Oh, you, you can run a you okay. can run a half marathon by then. I mean, you're you're yeah. fine. Yeah, no good. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, not. <laughs> Let's flash back to that episode of the Eat Man podcast. <laughs> Just listen to the first five minutes before you decide you want to run a run a you want to run a half marathon. <laughs> this is <Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very, uh, very, very much along those lines with with a couple of choice words in there. <laughs> I was gonna say I was pretty sure there was some editing done before it was actually put on the podcast. 
Uh, most of them naturally bleeped themselves just because it was a really poor connection on the uh, the phone side. But yeah, they, they, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember which episode that was. I'm looking through and I'm trying to see. I think the name of it was Run, Run Bear to Run or something like that. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah. If you want a glimpse into the mind of guy who has bad ideas and follows through that's a that's a good place to start <laughs> uh that was episode number 40 and that was february 17th so yeah run bear to run is the name on it uh <laughs> but yeah uh yeah i'm not that crazy now i did do a mud run similar to to what jim did uh kind of on a bet with a with a friend my friend is a very long-legged six foot two six foot three guy and he does you know run a little bit more but just the fact that he has long legs he was miles ahead of me <laughs> very quickly uh even though it wasn't quite miles but um he, he's like looking back on do you want me to? And i'm like no go i'm not, not gonna slow you down to my snail space because i totally did not train properly and uh i the 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 hard part of that one i think i've related this before was that that day was the hottest day on record that day in mm. Kansas City. Um, and we uh, had gotten rain the night before. So we it was very muggy. And that day was so hot, they stopped all of the further waves of the race after us. And basically, they, you know, they closed it down early. And in the end, two people died that weekend because they didn't proper hi properly hydrate and the theme that was on the t-shirt that i still have was i survived the warrior dash it was literal <laughs> <In that case. laughs> um so proper training is a good thing um going into it knowing how to properly hydrate is also a good thing i ended up skipping most of the obstacles and just walking around them because it was like i had zero energy to do anything more than trudge through and make you know just literally uh suffer uh just to walk and or jog the 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 uh, remaining thing so yeah i i i don't I don't suggest so, so doing it. Are you telling everyone the idea of running this 5K or what? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> At least not an obstacle course 5K is the first one. Um, not, not, yeah. Train properly. Sorry, that, that's probably this, the moral of the story. Um, anyway, sorry. Big rabbit hole there. Uh, so, Danny, what, um, what resources have you found as being some of the most valuable resources to 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 help you along during this journey? Um, I use Pinterest a lot for cooking. I know most guys wouldn't admit to that, but I'm on Pinterest constantly. And uh, there's a few YouTube channels I watch, and then podcasts, and then I get I actually get a lot of inspiration from the group. Well, I'd say it's going to go both ways because I see your posts of you at the gym and you not wanting to go in the morning. There's been times where I've gone at lunch because I've seen you say you went at lunch. And I'm like, damn it, if this guy's doing it, I got to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there'll be times where like I won't quite get the workout done in the morning. And then like I'll just so happen to be, you know, a 15, 20 minute drive from the gym at lunchtime. And I always have a spare set of clothes in the truck. And I'm just like, I could do nothing for the next hour. Or I could be like Daniel, <laughs> follow his post there. And I'm like, ah, we're going to the gym. <laughs> so what's yeah, your, go, go ahead, go, go, go. Uh, I was going to say one of the times that, so I, I did my chest workout and it was crowded that morning for whatever reason. And 
I couldn't get any of my tricep work done. And I got home from work in the afternoon and I text my wife and I said, Hey, dinner might not be ready when you get home. I'm going to be at the gym finishing my workout. She's like, you're weird. Why are you going twice? <laughs> I just, <laughs> you're like, Double. because I didn't get done. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you, no, you say that you love cooking. Tell us a little bit about uh, some favorite stuff that you do in the kitchen. Oh, I, I love smoking large chunks of beef and pork. Nice. Yeah. Um, That'll do it. I cheat, though. I use a, a propane, a vertical propane smoker. Hey, does it taste good when it comes out? Nobody knows the difference. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> a heat source is a heat source, man. Like, yeah, for sure. And you, then, uh, you can argue I, about the nuances, but, you know, whatever. If you're enjoying it and everyone's enjoying it and you didn't lose any sleep, that's a win. I was going to say, I have a nice stick burner too, but I can put a brisket on at nine o'clock at night and go to bed. Not have to worry about keep loading that stick burner. Yeah, for sure. Um, sous vide, though, that's my, my new fun thing I've been playing with. I, uh, you can take a, a cheap, cheap, cheap hunk of meat and put it in a water bath for 24 to 48 hours, and it comes out like prime rib or filet mignon. Is it really that good? Does it really do that? Because I've thought about buying one for, as a Christmas present for myself. Yeah, I took, um, oh, what was it? An arm roast, which is, I don't, I don't know what it's good for, honestly. Uh-huh. But like I, soups uh, and stews and stuff, I think. Like, it, it's a tougher cut. It's beyond tough if you try to cook it any other way than stewing it forever. But I took that and I, I smoked it for four hours, got it internal temperature, only got up to like 110. And uh, then I vacuum sealed it with, with my seasonings and stuff, put it down in the water bath for 48 hours pulled it out and then seared it off on in my cast iron skillet. I tell you that that was prime rib. That was better than any prime rib I've ever had. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And that chunk like 3 pounds of meat was 8 bucks. So, there you go. Yeah. But I also yeah, I usually less, I usually pinch the pot those things. Yeah, shred it up. Like whenever I get an arm roast, yeah, whenever I get an arm roast, I'll toss it in an instant pot with like a like a cup of bone broth and a bunch of butter and herbs and, and you know, just go I mean, but I mean same concept, just you know, it's gotta get cooked for a long time. You gotta get hit a high internal temperature to really get those things to break up and be tender. See, that's what's great about the sous vide though, because I didn't go above medium rare. Oh nice. Yeah, so really? it was like a yeah, it was a one thirty two is what I set the sous vide at, and it has a plus or minus of one degree. So it sat in anywhere from 131 to 133 for 48 hours. Now that's so, interesting. Yeah. That's what's great about it is because you can throw it. I, I wouldn't suggest putting a nice ribeye in there, but you could throw a ribeye in there and put it at like 135 for six hours and it'll never be above 135. Hmm. <laughs> Jim's going to get himself one. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, now that we're talking about this, it is, it was one of the things that we spoke about a week or so ago when we did our holiday show and, I've seen people, guys in the groups, and I've seen stuff on Pinterest, like you said, where people use it for cooking and everything, and just like, hmm, maybe that's the that's the thing to do. I don't know. I just I haven't played with one to know how it all works or anything. So I hate to spend the money if it's not going to do what I want it to do. But everybody says it does what you want it to do, so maybe that's yeah, the thing. I, and I didn't spend a whole lot. I think mine was on Amazon for like this whole kit with like vacuum bags and everything for like seventy five bucks. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Just I've spent money on sillier things. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> does, what do you want to go ahead, Chris? Do, does your family have any any favorite meals? You, you know, things that that you make that that they like 
Yeah, my daughter actually actually requests uh, crustless pizza. So okay. I just, you just take all the pizza toppings that you would normally put on a crust and throw it in a casserole dish with a. I don't use pizza sauce. I use um, oh that that big uh, box store that undersells everybody that I don't like Aldi? to say their name. Oh no no no, no, no. <laughs> the one that's based uh, out of Northwest Arkansas. Oh, oh yeah yeah. Okay, Are there yeah, four that, walls that. around it by chance? <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have a a can of uh, organic crushed tomatoes that for half a cup's only uh, two net grams of carbs. Okay. So I oh, use wow. that and spice it up a little bit and toss it on there and throw some cheese and bake it till the cheese is golden brown and delicious and go to town on it. Yep. Hmm. Uh, we we would have called that pizza casserole in our house because it we we've done the same thing. Um, yep. Very good. Very good stuff. Uh, so. Uh, let's start winding down. We're, we're coming up on, on time and we want to respect, uh, the time that you've graciously given us this evening. What, um, you, so I, that was your, 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 your family's favorite keto food. Um, and the answer can't be steak, but what is your favorite keto food? Ah, uh, see, I asked my wife this because I knew you were going to ask, mm-hmm. yeah. and I can't say steak. <laughs> and she said, well, we like the pizza, but. I'm pretty boring. My go-to and just I never get sick of it is just a a good like eight ounce cheeseburger with uh, a little bit of cheese and an over easy egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had me until the egg. Every, yeah, <laughs> I could literally eat that for every single meal, and and some days I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, me too. My wife, I was cooking a che- uh, hamburger the other day for breakfast. She's like, "What in the world are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. That- that's my go-to breakfast protein. Frozen burger patties. I eat them like it was nobody's business. Which ones do you use? Because there's no such thing as a good one that I've found so far. Well, the, the ones that we get at our local grocery store, um, it kind of like almost their in-house brand. Like you turn around and the back just says beef. Like that's that's the only ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> which so, is good. Yeah, yeah, which is good. So, so we had a lot of luck with that one. If not, uh, the other big box store that rhymes with Costco. <laughs> they, they've, got a, they've got a pretty good uh, sirloin patty as well. It's a bigger one. I think it's like a third pound, uh, but we'll, we'll buy those in bulk. And like, it's one of those things whenever we just, we don't know what to cook. We don't feel like cooking. And, and honestly, my trick to any frozen burger patty is taco seasoning. If you can find a clean one, luckily our local grocery store carries a clean one, taco seasoning and onion salt. That and a slice nice. of cheese is all I season my burgers with, and everybody, like everybody that tries them, like thinks they're the most amazing things ever. And I'm like, it's, it's just cheap taco seasoning, onion salt. That's all that's on there. It works great. <laughs> wow, hmm. nice. So on these frozen burgers, real quick. So do you have to thaw them out for a long time, or do, I mean, if you come home at five thirty, can you be eating by six o'clock, or what do you do? Yeah, you could totally. I got you could cook them from frozen. Ground beef you can cook for frozen. Those actually, they, even if you read, I happened to just read the instructions for the first time this week actually, and it actually recommends that you cook them from frozen. Huh. Okay. So yeah, you can't go wrong. They're they're quick, they're easy, and it's like you know, I think because I obviously I still track everything. So like for the the ones I get at the grocery store, like each patty's like three hundred and thirty calories, I think, and obviously the macros line up because it's red meat. So yeah. I mean, you know, like even if you're super hungry, you throw two patties together, and you know throw some cheese on there and have the eggs any way you would like it. <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're upwards of a 700 calorie meal. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to cool. have to check out the ones they have at the, uh, the competition to the store that rhymes with Costco. 
<laughs> I'm sure they have something. I'm sure if you can think of something that rhymes with Costco off the top of your head, I'll congratulate you. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, so um let's go ahead and and, and wind down here here a little bit because I, I do wanna um, as I said earlier, I want to make sure we, we honor your time. Uh, how can people connect with you online if they have questions, if they want to dig deeper or follow you in your journey? So on Facebook, in the Facebook group, I'm Daniel Dean. Um, and on Instagram, it's Danny82B. And I post quite, I've been posting a lot more on uh, Instagram than I have Facebook here lately. Very cool. Well, um, for listeners, a very simple reminder. We, uh, we do have all of our links on our website, theketomansclub.com, and we'd love to connect with you in any way that we, uh, any way that we can. So uh, feel free to reach out and connect with us. If you uh, found this information uh, as beneficial, please share it with someone. If you want to help the engine uh, put us in front of more people, you can always leave a review. And uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. We are on Audible, and you should be able to go to the Amazon website and find our podcast and leave a review and a rating there as well, which, again, will feed the uh, machines to get us in front of as many people as possible, which uh, is is uh, a very good thing. So uh, definitely have some good opportunities out there for that. Uh, Daniel, uh, Danny, uh, it's been really great to have you here, get to, to meet you on a, a deeper level and, and hear your story. Thank you for sharing it with us. Um, yeah, any, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Any other business to attend to, Berto, Jim? No. Good, man. Yeah, great interview. Appreciate it, Danny. Okay. Thank you. Well, that's it for this week. Until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs> <laughs>